This is it, bro. Here we go. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Bucks over Chiefs. Just up the road here in SoFi. That's my pick for Super Bowl 56. Earlier on the show, NFL Network insider Ian Rappaport. Coming up, Georgia defensive lineman Jordan Davis. Basketball Hall of Famer Shaquille O'Neal. You forgot, a.k.a. the Black Rich Eisen. Plus, actor Malcolm McDowell. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Okay, everybody. Welcome to hour number two of the Rich Eisen Show. Ian Rappaport on in hour number one talking about the latest uh, in the standoff, the hold-in of T.J. Watt in Pittsburgh, PA. Also, Carson Wentz's readiness for week number one. Dak Prescott's readiness for his season uh, that is uh, lined up to be comeback player of the year for him. And that all starts tomorrow night. If you missed any of Ian's conversation with us, our YouTube page is there for that. YouTube.com slash Rich Eisen Show. This show also re-airs on NBC Sports on Peacock as well. We can also uh, talk about our podcast a little bit. Why not? Cumulus Podcast Network, all three hours of the Rich Eisen Show, ready for your ear gate on demand, also on the Cumulus Podcast Network. Just getting started, my podcast on the origin stories about my guests. Season two just got uh, dropped today. The first episode of a uh, 10-episode special series of origin story conversations on how the career started of voices in the NFL. Al Michaels is first up. Later on in this show, in hour number three, a fantastic Al Michaels story, gentlemen, about him and his wildest appearance for Wide World of Sports. Oh, wow. <laughs> it involves a sheet of ice, a motorcycle, and some very angry East Germans. <laughs> <laughs> Are there any other kind? That's coming up. Oh, and they were loaded. And by loaded, I don't mean rich. I mean... Like intoxicated. Intoxicated. Got it. Who knew that there was um, <laughs> tailgating for that sort of thing? But Amazing. Just, I mean, Al Michaels at his finest. We'll play a little snippet of that Maybe. for you later on Anything in the program. Else. Shaq's going to join us shortly. Shaq. Oh. Yes, indeed. Shaq will join us. He's got something going on with Frosted Flakes. God bless him, man. Is he going to send us some? They're Dude. great, Rich. Well, he's got his own version of the Frosted Flakes. No way. Oh, Shaq. In... As you know, we're big, big cereal, athlete cereal big people. Big athlete Brogman cereal. eats them all the time. Yeah. <laughs> but you know big what does not uh, stay uh, soggy in milk is his take on Ben Simmons that and you're now, about to hear. I'm looking real forward to this, Rich. That? That's yeah. coming up because I Zoomed with Shaq yesterday. The actor Malcolm McDowell, yeah. in celebration of the re-release of A Clockwork Orange in 4K, he's going to join us in hour three. Oh, baby. Celebrity true or false with him is going to be brilliant. Brilliant. It's amazing. There's a whole generation of people, though, that only know him as Terrence from Entourage. Yeah, right. And this is going to blow their mind. They're not even going to know about the clock. That is correct. Or so maybe we can ask him a question about uh, his Entourage days as oh, well. Absolutely. Okay. So Malcolm McDowell will join us in hour number three. We'll preview the NFC West as well in hour number three. But let's give away some glue and some cash, shall we? Let's do it. Hey, everybody. Let's give away some glue and some cash to a college kid not expecting said glue and said cash. When the name, image, and likeness deals got the green light this past summer, we 
here at the Rich Eisen Show looked around and said, how can we get in on this game? And you bet. Brockman, you called me. I remember where I was. I was uh, shooting that Olympic Dream show oh, with nice. Terry Crews on behalf of the Jonas Brothers. I was in the gym parking lot. And you called me up. And you're like, how about a name and image and likeness deal for punters? And I'm like, I like the idea about a name, image, and likeness deal for players who aren't expecting it. Right. Now, you hear about the name, image, and likeness deals that are going around for quarterbacks sure. and the amount of money that's going around. That's not us. We want to give away money to kids who aren't expecting it, who are doing the tough jobs below the radar screen. That's what we wanted to do. And, you know, a little bit, just to wet their beaks a little bit. And we cast a line out into corporate America and our friends at Gorilla Glue out there in Cincinnati, Ohio, they got it. Literally, we had each other at hello on this subject matter. And we came up with this construct. Each week on the Rich Eisen Show, we are going to name the toughest player on planet Earth presented by Gorilla Glue to a player whose name, image, and likeness appeals to us. And not only their story, their play, and their character. Put it all together. They get themselves a check for a thousand bucks and some free Gorilla Glue product. And we have identified our first toughest player on planet Earth, awardee. And he happens to be Jordan Davis of the University of Georgia. Go dogs. And did he have a game against Clemson? Did he have a game in Clemson in a special place for him? Wait till you hear about this. Two solo tackles, both for loss, also a quarterback hurry, including a sack of DJ Uyangalela. I blew it. Close. I mean, DJ Uyangalela. Uyangalela. Oh, damn it. Well, he's already got all this money. <laughs> yeah, he's got a lot of these. But he had several, he had several <laughs> sacks. The Georgia Bulldogs had several sacks. He had one of them. He was named the Bronco Nagurski National Player of the Week Award winner, which is all well and good. That's great. Yeah, That's good. I mean, what's that but you really? don't get glue, Come and on. you don't get a grand for that. Yes. And we found him through his mom. <laughs> because we're tough, too, in the Rich Eisen Show. Even though we have trouble pronouncing the Clemson quarterback's <laughs> name. So, congratulations to Jordan Davis and Chris Brockman. Is he on the phone? Yes, he is. Okay, he is the first ever Rich Eisen Show Gorilla Glue <laughs> toughest yeah. player on planet Earth. That's right. Yes. That's right. And he is Jordan Davis of the University of Georgia. How are you, Jordan? I'm doing fine this morning. How's everybody? Uh, we're we're thrilled. We're great. Yeah. We're great. We're great. We're great because we're special day. We're excited to put money in your pocket and give you some free glue, essentially. <laughs> That's what we're ready to do. Hey, I'm all free glue. Um, <laughs> they got your stuff ready to fix around here. That's what I'm about to ask you. You know, honestly, we could talk about Georgia yeah. being second, you know, behind Alabama now. We could talk about your performance against Clemson. I want to know what, what around your world needs fixing that uh, <laughs> you now being the first ever toughest player on planet Earth will be able to fix. What needs uh, fixing? 
I have some things, uh, you know, I have a dog, so she likes tearing things up. So I guess I'll just piece it back together with some Gorilla Glue and call it a day. Okay. Hopefully uh, my apartment doesn't charge me for it, but we'll see. Listen, we, no, no one has to know, uh, even though you just said it on this show. Nobody <laughs> has to really know. Who, who, who needs to know? By the way, talk about being on brand. You having a dog. A Georgia, yeah. is it a bulldog? Uh not quite. She's a pit terrier, but, you know, she's still oh, near okay. and dear to my heart. Okay, what's her name? Izzy. Izzy the dog is a good dog, but sometimes gets into some stuff around the Jordan Davis household, and now Gorilla Glue's going to fix it. I couldn't be more excited. I, I, we're, we're, you know, we're having a little bit of fun here, but we, we mean it, because when we heard that there were name, image, and likeness deals now for players, we wanted to, you know, knock on some doors of somebody who might not be expecting our knock, uh, do you, do you have any other NIL deals, Jordan? Uh, not quite. I think this is the first one. Yes, <laughs> first in. We're oh. first in. Fantastic. Well, let, let's talk about um, everything going on in your world. Um, what did you guys see? Maybe on film against Clemson, you were able to exploit, hold them to 180 total yards of offense, just two yards on the ground. You had a couple tackles for loss and a sack. What did you guys see that you were able to execute, Jordan? Honestly, we just been preparing all summer. This is like one of those games we know we needed to have. And uh, our level of preparation just showed up in game day. You know, we never really talk about the other team. During the week, we just talk about ourselves, game plan around ourselves and our strengths of the defense. So when we just go into the field, we just want to play our heart out. So that's what we did. Okay, and uh, just stop the run on the way to the court. It's basically you
difficult household projects and repairs. Gorilla Glue for the toughest jobs on planet Earth. The toughest player on planet Earth. Week one, Jordan Davis, University of Georgia. So to everybody else out there who plays college football, doesn't matter where, doesn't (laughs) matter for who, doesn't matter what division, doesn't matter what conference, keep your head on a swivel because our eyes (laughs) are right here on you. We're open. Let's go. You bet. <laughs> so cool, man. That is cool. And, yeah. and you get a thousand bucks, he's going to get Gorilla Glue. And like Jordan you said, Davis. Rich, to these college kids, remember the quote Ric Flair you can never be first, but you can always be next. So there you <laughs> he's go. He's the first. <laughs> yeah. We, we can't be first, but you can be next. And I can't wait to see his Instagram account with him fixing whatever Izzy the dog just tore <laughs> oh, apart. <man>. A lamp. <laughs> I used Gorilla Glue last night. There you go. With the cage break. Chris. Oh, actually, Sarah broke like a handle on this plate. No, it was oh. cage. It was cage. It was cage. What are you doing? Just I used a tape on the boat the other asleep. day. He was asleep. I mean, I haven't got to throw my kid under the bus. <laughs> he has no idea. He was asleep. He has no idea. <laughs> I used the gorilla tape on the boat the other day. Is that right? Yep. Had to tape something down. That's very good. a boy. 
you taped on the name. Is that what it is? Because you still haven't named it. <laughs> yes, my boat has a name. Okay, yeah, it is. Okay, it. very good. Uh, all right, let's take a break. When we come back, Shaquille O'Neal will join us. Wait till you hear what he's got to say about Ben Simmons and what he thinks <laughs> Damian Lillard's next move will be. Our next move is to break. And then Shaquille O'Neal, next. It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung. And that means spring cleaning, or at least... The partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code E-I-S-E-N. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. What do you think? We might as well hit you on now. What do you think? They, they have a shot at trying to even win this one against Philadelphia this weekend? Shaquille? Well, I got a bet against John K.K., so I know they'll definitely win this one okay. against Philadelphia. But I don't, know, I don't know if they still have a shot to make the playoffs. Am I do that? Do they still have a shot? Well, yeah. I mean, all they have to do is just try and win one of the next two without Tony. And and then he comes back. No one's running away with this league. No one's running away with this division right now. Uh, you know what? I guarantee we'll win one of the next two without Tony. Okay. And I'm guaranteeing we'll make the playoffs. Okay. I will write that write that down right now. Shaquille O'Neal. If we don't make the playoffs, I'll come I'll come with a Dallas Cowgirl suit on your show with some pom poms for ten seconds. Oh my gosh! Wow. Okay. So yeah. now. You're gonna you're gonna actually follow through on that on that bet if, of if it doesn't hit. I will come. I will come. I will walk out for ten seconds. Let everybody take pictures, make fun. Then I gotta leave. Ten seconds. <laughs> that's all you get. Not eleven seconds. Not twelve. You get ten seconds. Okay. I have on the skirt. This is amazing. Pom pom and a blonde ponytail wig. If oh, so, that's if again the Dallas Cowboys they don't make the playoffs at all in this right. season. Okay. Now what are you gonna do if they make the playoffs? Oh uh-huh. my gosh. Yeah. So, the, uh, but I, I, I th- same I, bet, same but bet. But I think they're making the playoffs. All right, deal. Uh, I'll, I'll do it with you, Shaq. How about that? Deal. 
I'll, I'll do it with you. It is now September the 1st of the following year, and joining me here on the Rich Eisen Show a week before he goes into the place that he deserves to be enshrined for the rest of his life and forevermore, Shaquille O'Neal, future basketball Hall of Famer, joining me here on the Rich Eisen Show. How are you, Shaq? First of all, it's not my fault. You need to blame it on the Dallas uh, shops. I've been I've, I've been downtown Dallas looking for some big booty cheerleader shorts. <laughs> they don't have any. So you're blaming it? It's an inventory issue? Yeah, been, yes, there's inventory issues. I know you don't want me to come on your show with my ass all hanging out <laughs> in my shorts, do you? That's not a good look for me or your show, Rich. Okay, so... But yes, I'm a man of my word, and yes, I will come there one day when you least expect it Ooh. and fulfill my bet. Well, but the thing is, I I have to do it with you, Shaq, so I, I do need probably a little bit of a heads up, you know? No, but you know what? I don't want you to do it with me because, you know what? You waited long enough. Okay. And, you know, you're at the point to where you don't think I'm going to believe it. So just to prove it to you, I want you to be front and center. Okay. And I'm going to give you 12 seconds. <laughs> this is the best possible scenario, Shaq, is you, you've extended it two yeah. seconds and absolved me from having to do it. Uh, look, exactly. I just want you to sit there and watch. That's two vines, Rich. Come on, yeah. Shaq. Don't let him off the hook. No. I like Rich. I like Rich. <laughs> okay. Wait till you hear what he has to say about the current Dallas Cowboys in a bet. That's coming up right now. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show, 844-204-RICH is the number to dial. The uh, captaincies have been named across the NFL, right? Mm -hmm. Correct, Chris? They have. And you have scoured the list as to who is a captain and, most importantly, who is not. So put a pin in that. Mm Mm-hmm. Because I, I am seeing on occasion something pop up on my phone from the NFL Media Group assignment desk. I yep. saw who got a C, but you say you know somebody who did not get a C, mm. and you want to talk about that. I do. So put a pin in that, because it's time for me to throw to my conversation, however, f- for the moment, that I Zoomed with this man yesterday, the one and only great Shaquille O'Neal. Check it out. He's one of the all-time greats, not just playing basketball, but in his broadcasting career, courtesy of Frosted Flakes here on the Rich Eisen Show is the great Shaquille O'Neal. How are you, Shaq? I'm, I'm, I'm good now that I'm talking to a legend. How are you doing? <laughs> you say that to all the people you Zoom with. Actually, I don't. I want to say two more things. One, I miss you, and two, I love you, sir. Two things right back at you. I miss you, and I love you as well. Um, let's, let's just jump right into it here. Um, it's NFL opening week. Um, you're still a Cowboy fan? You're still Always. boxing? Okay. Always. What do you think? What I do you think? Mean, uh, listen, we just got to go in and put it on work, and we got to get back to being America's team. Right. You know, we've, we've, we've struggled in the past couple of years, injuries and, you know, contract negotiations, but, you know, hopefully everybody's healthy. And, look, I'm a Cowboys fan forever, so right. I just wanted to go see Great Brother. I got to, uh, the opportunity to sit down. Like, I always see Jerry Jones in passing high, right. but I got the opportunity to sit down in his office. That's a beautiful man. Beautiful man. You know, he told me how he started the Cowboys. His story is just so legendary. So, Mr. Jones, I know you're watching. I talked to him and the son. That was probably one of the best days of my life. Well, he, he, it's funny. He said um, last year, he said that prior to his third Super Bowl win, he said, he told God, if you give this to me, I won't ask for another. And he's like, well, I'm letting him know I'd like to rearrange that deal. <laughs> he's back to ask for another one. Yes. You know, and, and I just love Dak. I love everything about him. Yes, I just love, I you know, too. the way he came into the league and the pressures that he, 
he was under. And then last year, I mean, my God, he was just balling out and then carted off. And now he's back. Good. Looking no worse to wear. So this is it right now. You know, Uh, I wish him well. I actually wish all the other teams well. Uh, Tampa Bay going to be bringing that noise like they do. My main man, Leonard Fournette, LSU had a great season. That's right. That's LSU. Yeah. So, but uh, I'm, I'm a Cowboys guy. So uh, did you ever try it? Did you ever try football? You ever played tight end yes, or something was, like that? I, I was actually a great tight end. And okay. A guy your, and a guy your size, after I scored, uh, sideswiped me, messed my knee up. And then I was just sitting at the house one day, you know, just messing around. And my father came in with a piece of paper and smacked me on the head up. And he said, "If you," he said, "I know you like football, but look what the basketball players are making out." This was when John Conkac signed that big contract. <laughs> and that day, right there, I said, "You know what? No more football for me. I'm just going to bring this NFL style to the NBA." So somebody chopped you down, went low. Just yes, that's what you yes, do on the tight end. Yes. It's your size. Yeah, okay. a guy your size, a little scrawny little guy <laughs> trying to end my high school football career. And your dad's like, you go get yourself some contact money. That's what he's yes, basically. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, because, you know, I always, always tell people this. My dream was to make eight million for 10 years. That, that was my whole dream. That was my whole goal. And like I told my father that, and he was like, uh, I know what your dream was, but look what this John contact guy is making. And I was like, huh? I was like, oh, my geez. <laughs> And now the rest is literally history. Um, yes. And so, uh, okay, let's just hit the NBA a little bit in the time that I have with you here. What do you think of Ben Simmons um, and his situation in Philadelphia that seems uh, like that marriage is going to have to break up with what NBA had to say and everything? Going, going back to what my father taught me, he took me to a game one time. It was mm-hmm. a terrible game. And on the way back, he says, son, if you ever make it to this level, make sure you put on a good show. You're obligated to do that. And like I've, I've never thought about it, but we are obligated to put on a good show. They're paying us 30, and like I put myself in the category, they're paying us 20, 30 million to dribble mm-hmm. a basketball. Right. Put on a good show. Work on your game. They're asking you to work on your game. They're not, they're not saying nothing. That, look, nobody's saying you're a bad guy. You're doing this and doing that. We're saying that the process is over. We brought, we built this team to win championships. You know, people in Philadelphia, they respect people that work hard. You got to work on your game. I was there at the game six where he dribbled under the rim where he could have dunked it because he didn't want to get fouled. Listen, I wasn't a great free throw shooter, but you know what? I wasn't going to stop being aggressive because I, I was worried about missing free throws. So we're obligated to put on a good show. We're obligated to work on our game. So he has to decide himself. Do I want to be a really good player or do I want to be one of the greatest? Because, you know, it, it just sounds good, but it's a thin line. Like, you know, some people are just happy with, hey, I'm making 30. I'm, I'm doing this. I got this actress. I'm, I'm riding around in this car. Some people are happy with that. But other people are like, no, I want Rich Eisen talking about me in the morning saying I'm one of the greatest <laughs> ever. So, you know, he has to, he has to make that decision, but. Look, I know he's receiving a lot of criticism, and the greats receive criticism. Nobody's good enough to where they can't receive criticism, but his criticism is warranted. Work on your game. Shoot the jumper. Step up to the line and knock them down when you're supposed to. Period. There's nothing to talk about. So, 
you know, the fact that he said he wants to be traded, what he needs to understand that if you don't work on your game, and, he, you know, he probably does. I'm not going to jump on him. He probably does work on his game. But if you continue to to, to show up like you did in the playoffs and any other arena, it's going to be the same thing down the line. So work on your game, period. You're obligated okay. to do that. It seems like Philly and he just can't mix anymore, right? I mean, do you think that? Well, it ain't got think- nothing to do with Philly. You know, like I, I've been, well, we've both been around, you know, in certain circumstances. Oh, the, the, you know, the comp is, is done. I don't want to be here anymore. Than that. But the, the, this is all on him. The people in Philly have given him enough chances. And look, Philadelphia, Boston, L.A., Miami, you got to bring it. You got to work hard. And because people are watching, people expect you to, you know, work hard. And he's been doing the same thing for three, four years, and they've given him the pass. So, uh, if he if he does come back there, uh, his game better be different. I know that. A few more minutes left with Shaquille O'Neal here on the Rich Eisen Show via Zoom. You so can take uh, two hours with me, Rich. You know that. I I appreciate that. I I don't want to hold up your time on your on your tour here, Shaquille O'Neal. I want to make sure I'm respectful. Right, well, I'm respectful you. of you others. Are, you know what I'm saying? You are. You uh, are. So, um, what do you think Damian Lillard should do? What do you think's going on in his mind, and what do you think? he's going to do or should let's go start with the should do. What do you think? He's an old school mentality guy. He is. That's playing in the new school. See the old school guy will say, I'm not teaming up with you. I'm going to beat you. Right. But these new school guys are saying, Hey, let's team up to make it easier. So that's the tough decision for him. I know he wants to stay in Portland and, you know, win it out, but he may have to, he may have to switch up his mentality. I'm not saying he should. I'm just saying he may have to because everybody else is doing it. And if everybody else is doing it, that's just going to, you know, keep him further from winning a championship. Uh, so, I mean, like, but I, I don't know. Like, if he, it, should he go to a contender if he wants to? If he wants to brighten his chance of winning a championship, I say he should do that. Uh, I don't really like guys teaming up, but it's just the way it is these days and we just have to accept it. So, you know, if we can get to a team that already has two or three guys, you add him, that raises his chances of winning a championship. And I guess then Milwaukee's the old school way of doing it then? Is that what you would think? Yes. Yes. I've heard Giannis say on many occasions, I'm not going nowhere. I'm staying in Milwaukee. And of course it'll be a lot of, oh, well, if, you know, uh, Kawhi wasn't hurt, and if James wasn't hurt, they wouldn't have won. Maybe so, but Giannis has said it. I'm staying in Milwaukee. They just gave him that big money, and I respect him for that. All right, so tell me what you're doing with um, with Frosted Flakes here, Shaq, and how we well, can help. What are we well, doing? Well, earlier this year, Tony and I, we teamed up to take uh, Mission Tiger to a whole new level. Mm-hmm. You know, we want to help more kids by, uh, uh, you know, we uh, created this cereal. Uh, let me see. Make sure you get a good look at it. Okay. There it is. Yellow Frosted Flakes with the crispy cinnamon balls. Cinnamon, cinnamon yes. basketballs. Yes, crispy. right. Okay. And now, okay. yes. thanks to all the fans who bought a box, Tony and I are able to do something bigger. Uh, with the game-changing Mission Tiger donation, we're going to impact more than 60,000 kids across school, di- school districts in the six cities that I played in. And with this money, we're going to help kids purchase new sports equipment, uniforms, repave sports courts, refurbish playing fields, and provide new training equipment and more. 
the, the donations are part of the Mission Tigers goal that Tony and I announced earlier. We said we're going to help a middle school, a million middle school teenagers gain better access to sports. And to date, we helped over 760,000. That's awesome. That's fantastic. Thank Is you. there any way that we can, how, how can I help? Anything I can do other than just buying your cereal and eating cinnamon basketballs and stuff like that? Buy some cereal. Buy it for your whole staff. Because let me tell you something, it's really good. Trust me. Well, I like that. It stays oh, crispy. It's, yes, it's cr- yes. crispy uh, in milk. Yes. I mean, that's yes. a crucial that's a crucial part of it. Frosted Flakes is already the best cereal ever, but now this is the bestest cereal everest. <laughs> Got fantastic. it? The, the bestest cereal everest. I love it. I love it. Well, okay. Well, then I'm I'm thrilled to hear that. You're a good man, Shaquille O'Neal. You're right. a good man. I'm glad Thank to hear. You. All right, let's let's do this more often. Um, Let I, me know, brother. You know I got you. I will hit you. Uh, I will hit you uh, as conditions warrant for sure. My my wife sends her best. You take care of yourself, Shaquille O'Neal. Uh, would you like to make a Super Bowl bet now? Um, on what? On who? Uh, just put who, who, whoever you got. The Dallas. Uh, I I I. Dallas Cowboys are making it to the Super Bowl. That is a large amount of money there. I, so I, I bet this much versus your one dollar. That the Dallas Cowboys are making the Super Bowl? Yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yes. Okay. Well, place that aside. Place that aside. As you know, I'm this is just this is just, you know, me talking here as a National Football League employee. I I don't understand what you're asking me or anything like that. You understand what I'm saying. Right. But for just for, for my friends, just for you know what's and giggles. Um, keep that aside. And you know, when we're yeah. off the air, we can yeah. chit chat a little bit. I yeah. I'm taking Brady. I'm going Brady again. Okay. Well, listen, I love Brady. Uh, I, I love those guys. Sure. Love them all. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to stick all with right. that. And you and I will talk soon. Shaquille O'Neal. Let's, let's do it, brother. <laughs> that's Shaquille O'Neal right here on the Rich Eisen show. So two things, two things, one, 10 grand. Is that what he was flashing? Either five, five or ten. Five that was or, probably five. Five or ten. What was this? Thing? What was this? <laughs> Just, uh, man, uh, <laughs> that might be ten. It's one of those things. I, uh, when, you're when you're interviewing somebody, you always got to expect the unexpected. I didn't expect that. That also, he just had that lying around. You guys don't. You know how much money that man has. <laughs> like, of course he. Just I mean, has. I saw his house. Damn. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Are the, are Check these out. Oh boy. I looked. That's ten grand. Is it? Yeah, I just looked. So I think that, <laughs> as you know, I don't condone this sort of behavior at all. I, I, I don't understand it. Actually, I, I'm confused well, by it. Yeah, hey, Rich, much like the gold like days, maybe you should change with the times. No, then, I, I, you know? I, I went through a 12-minute human resources video uh, to uh, uh, but, uh, to make sure that the, I understand that I shouldn't understand. There's gambling that lines on the NFL Network ticker now, Rich. Dude, yeah, it's fine. We're in. We're back. It's got a point. I'm I'm very well aware of what's on the bottom line, and that I repeat, there was a 12 minute long video slash, you know, answer questions session I that wish I went I through. I would have been in that meeting. I'll take that bet with Shaq. Which bet? Why would I would bet? To, I mean, they're not. You're only putting up a dollar. He yeah, only wants Rich to put up a dollar. Now let's be I'd honest. Take the too. Whole 10. He also said if the Cowboys didn't do this, that the other thing he that would he would come in with Dallas cheerleader. Yeah, we're still waiting. Yeah, he doesn't. Yeah. A Dallas cheerleader outfit. We're still waiting. <laughs> he loves his Cowboys. He does. How about Ian Rappaport saying earlier they got a deep roster? He thinks they're going to have a terrific season. This takes a nice chunk out of the pie. I mean, what do you think? What do you think? 
TJ's like, he doesn't you know want to talk. You know what? I'm just, tomorrow, wants, man. Tomorrow. We got we'll one sleep. It. And then all questions shall be answered, America. <laughs> <laughs> we got one sleep. You know, no, no one cares what I got to say on this opinion out there. So Why? we'll do what our talking, talking on about? Thursday. We'll do our talking on Thursday. Excuse me, TJ. Are you, not, are you not the proprietor of a new segment called the TJ's Big Ass Grab Bag? Well, I mean, it was apparently that's the name of it. You know, oh, no, that, oh, no, that's the name of it. That's the name of it. That's the name you wanted of it. to call it TJ's Top 5. Yeah, because there's five things. That's fine. Nah, but that's uh, five things in your big-ass grab bag. Brought right. to you by Big-Ass Grab Bag. Let's see. Hopefully. Uh, tomorrow, guys, football. Okay. I mean, we'll so excited. Let's take a break. When we come back, there's some interesting questions as to who's got a C on their chest and who does not. I saw who has a C on his chest already, and it's just great. For what team, Rich? Just wait. That's next. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. What goes through your mind when you hear everybody wants one of you? Everybody's trying to hire a coach that's you. Yeah. They got to get this guy that's you. What, they want they want one of you. Yeah. What do you think of when What you goes this? through my mind is, you know, it's flattering and humbling, Rich, but it's a result of the success we've had as a team. And, you know, it's nice. just like, you know, but, it, but it, you know what, though? It is true, though. Like, we got great coaches on our staff. We got good players, you know, so much in, in alignment with Les and his, you know, his group and um, you know, it's a, it's a great reflection of our organization and what we've done. And, and I think, um, you know, that's the biggest thing. And to see guys that we've worked with over the last couple of years, get opportunities mm-hmm. with Matt and with Zach Taylor, you know, they're deserving of it because of what they've done on their own merit. And when they go in and compete for jobs, people say, man, we can see this guy leading our organization. And, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing those guys thrive. Have you told Kingsbury that he has a job because of you too? No, sure, that's the, done that. Cliff got his deal on his own. Okay. No, I'm sure he did. I mean, you had, you, you know, you were you were you were knocking on his door too to join your staff. I know that. So you well, and I know he, you, when you, he was, he, you, you pantsed him according to. I got told, him good, didn't you, I? Yeah, you, that was I pretty think good. You told that to Schefter that you, I did. You totally. What did you do to him? Then? Well, uh, basically, you know, we uh, he he obviously has a 
pre-existing relationship with with Patrick Mahomes. He was yes. out here doing some things, and Cliff was was having dinner with him and a group of people, and we have a mutual friend, and I, I tricked him into thinking that you know he was tampering and that he was going to lose some picks. <laughs> It was. Uh, That's what you changed somebody's somebody's name yeah. in your phone to Roger Goodell. Is I did. did? Uh, our mutual friend. He. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so I couldn't let this, I couldn't let this funny, go on man. too long. So our mutual friend, a uh, guy named Chaz Gessner, we put yeah. I put his uh, number in my phone as Roger Goodell, <laughs> and had him send me a text that said, you know, hey, this is tampering. You know better than this. You guys are both, you know, and and I showed it to Kingsbury and I said, you know. Mr. Goodell, he never texted me. I said, you better call Steve Kahn right now. <laughs> and his face, he was like, I, he said, I thought I was going to throw up. He's like, that's wrong. I mean, I couldn't let it go on for more you than 30 seconds. Yeah, it. it was uh, it was a good but a bad joke, man. Okay. I mean, he's like, you ruined dinner, man. But it was. You know what? Just hearing you with uh, Kingsbury, just coach. seeing you with Les Snead and seeing you with Weddle. And I feel like that episode of Seinfeld where I'm hanging out with the, with all the beautiful people and all the great hair right now. You know what I mean? Like right. all these hair, all these hair guys. I, I feel like I'm in the, I'm in a, I'm in a different club. I was fresh <laughs> out of his uh, Super Bowl season, I believe. <clears throat> right? Yes. 2018 into, was their Super Bowl year. And uh, two years later, it's no more golf. It's now Stafford. Our NFC West preview coming up. We're going to have a whole top of the hour segment. We're going to dive deep into that before we start talking about a clockwork orange. How great is this? I just love this show. Malcolm McDowell is going to join us. We're back here on the Rich Eisen Show radio network along with the Rich Eisen Show podcast viewership. Um, Pardon me, Peacock viewership. Um, and uh, later on in the show, I'll play a, a, a snippet of Al Michaels from my latest podcast about his career origin story and how he first got to ABC Sports and Wide World of Sports and the wildest assignment he had there. It's just phenomenal. His stories are incredible. And you can get that at the Cumulus Podcast Network where all podcasts are acquired. Just Getting Started is the name of it. Please subscribe and get all the uh, <clears throat> previous episodes. It'll be great. I'll tell you about it a little bit more later on. So captains were named across the NFL today, right? There's we're a lot stitching, of... Uh, we're stitching C's all over yeah, the place. Yeah, they're stitching C's. Uh, anywhere from five to seven players are being named captains on teams across the league. And some of those names are uh, starting to leak out on Twitter. Well, and it's very important to see who's named a captain and who's not. It is important. Because this is, you know, a leadership position. Exactly. As bestowed upon them by their peers. By their teammates. You know, getting a C on the chest means a lot. Certainly if you're a young kid, just drafted fresh out of BYU. And you are Clemson. a captain for the New York Jets. Mm-hmm. Zach Wilson's a captain. Zach Wilson's a captain, Rich. A captain. Zach Wilson's a captain. Captain Zach. Captain Zach. Will get you wins tonight. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the Captain Zach will get Captain you high tonight. Which uh, uh, Captain Zach will get you high I purposely high said high wins. <laughs> You're the one who went there. Hey, if you're going to quote the song, quote it correctly. Rick. Excuse me. This is New York, Long Island. You got to go, Billy Joel. Captain yeah. Zach. Captain Zach will get you wins tonight. tonight. Take you to that special, special game. Sometimes it might be Rolaids tonight. Could be. All right. See, no, it's just sometimes you don't don't have to keep topping. That's pretty big. Hey, man, if you're going to be the next Mahomes, 
you got to be the captain of the team coming out. You got it, yeah. And you got to, if you're going to be, like Romo says, a top five quarterback with a huge ceiling in the next couple of years, and your team is taking on the quarterback that you're replacing in week one, you got to slap that C on there. Can't spell Zach without the letter C. <laughs> oh, man. I'm just setting myself up. This part of me feels like I'm setting myself up, but I am particularly excited oh, about what the Jets yeah. are cooking up. It's important to be they excited, re- No, man. dude. Dude. It's important to be excited. But it's important to be excited because you have exact reasons to, not like blind faith, or you're hoping that it all works out. You're see- I'm seeing what they're building. I like Corey Davis. I like Elijah Moore. I like that left side of the offensive line, and I like what I see out of this kid, and I cannot wait. Sunday in Carolina, Zach versus Sam. That would be a fun game. <laughs> Trevor Lawrence has got a C, Trevor right? Lawrence has a C, Rich. Trevor Lawrence okay. has a C down there in Florida. It's and amazing I- how he got. He went from earning the job. Yeah, Unclear and then 10 days yeah, later, he's yeah. a captain. Boom, they captain. didn't even have a yeah. ready. You know, it's kind of weird how, weird. you know, also potentially he was earning the job this entire time mm-hmm. while the team was maybe looking to boost Gardner Minshew's resume to try and flip him to a place like Philadelphia. Perhaps that was the gambit the entire time. I'm just... Perhaps. I'm just spitballing here. Does Mac Jones have a captain? Perhaps. Yeah, does Mac have a seat? Oh, What's I don't know. Like, come on, let's do You know what? I think with the Patriots, it's like just tune in Sunday to find yeah, out. Yeah, he's not there. I'm not way. talking about I'm not I would ask Bill. Guys, look, who's going to be the captain? I don't have a song. Speaking of who you know, the like, Patriots you know, are playing on Sunday. Tua does not have a seat. Guess who doesn't have a seat? Oh. Let me just rattle off quickly the names <laughs> of the Dolphins captains and, and see if there's a glaring omission. Mac Hollins is a captain from Miami. Jess Davis is a captain in, down in Miami. So is Landon Roberts and Jason McCourty and some guy named Clayton with a last name I definitely can't pronounce. And Will Smith. No C no, for Tua, guys. No <laughs> C for Tua. I'd be mad if I were the starting quarterback and I wasn't. No. I would. I, There's I feel that. Like, There's that. Are they just saving that? TLC for Deshaun Watson when he eventually arrives in a few weeks. <laughs> Dude, there is something up with Tua Tungo Vailoa, and I can't put my finger on it. I I I I don't know, man. I don't know. This is where it calls we, we gotta get an actual like player in here to and I know I just like, hey, Zach's a, a he's a captain. Trevor's a captain. It means a lot. It means a lot. It means a, it. It does say something that he doesn't have that C on his chest. He's our guy. We're kicking the tires on Deshaun Watson, who's got more baggage than an away store. Hmm. More baggage than Los Angeles International. <laughs> And we're gonna kick the tires on him ten days before the season. He's our guy, and I'm gonna pound them table for our guy in the locker room and he's not even a captain go figure that they didn't even make him a captain mac jones not a captain either i get it but you know jones not a captain mac jones not a captain patriots captains david andrews Dante hattower devin mccourty matt slater james white i I get that from bill i get that 
Yeah. Could you? you who's going to be the member of the New England media who asks oh. Bill about why Mac's not a captain? Can we play that? Or Rich? who's a captain and who's not a captain? Brockman, ask ask him. By the way, I don't know, like you know. Go ahead. Brockman, ask Rich. I mean, hey, uh, look at Del Tufo's like he's all of a sudden like Kubrick over yeah, there. Durant. He's like a chatty Kubrick over uh, there. He's Bill, directing. Chris Brockman, Rich Eisen show. Uh, any uh, reason to the which guys were named captain this year, or any specific reason why Mac Jones isn't a captain? No, I don't. I don't really know much about that. No. You had no no involvement in the naming uh, of the see, cap. See now you're asking yes or no questions. I'm just you know you got to come at me properly. Come come at me properly. Do you think Mac Jones did enough to earn a captain spot? This uh, I don't really have. You know we're just getting ready for Miami. The question the question is <laughs> the question is who chose the captain? Yes, that's what I would have said. Who chooses the captains on the Patriots, who, Bill? Oh, who yeah, yeah. chose the captaincy for the Patriots? Yeah. Just a wide-open question. Wide See open. how he answers yeah, it, and nice. then you follow it up. You follow it up with, do you have a problem with naming a captain? If it's his decision or the coach, do you have a problem that Mac Jones isn't a captain? That's a yes or no. That's Damn a yes it. or no question. I know. Mm, <laughs> it's so it. tough. I know. Because, you know, the the, uh, the whole concept of I don't have a crystal ball, now you're letting a coach say, well, I don't have a sewing machine. That's, that's not up to me. I was like, I don't have needle and thread. Yeah, I'm trying to see I'm if Mike one actually has a story grabs or Tom has a story here about it. Yet. So if Mac's not a captain, why are we reading into why two is not a captain? Because it's year two. <laughs> that's year two, man. <laughs> year, two. year two. Year two. Year yeah. two. Year two. Oh, boy. Mac's going to have to earn his C. Exactly. I can't wait till Tua was wearing the C because he just like he just was throwing ropes right into the threading the needle of the do your job Patriot defense week one coming out with a W on the road, winning the battle of the Alabama quarterbacks the next level. By the way, if Tua if if Jalen Hurts wins week one for the Philadelphia Eagles, the loser of this game is like you know on the outside looking in, in the Alabama quarterback department. Josh Allen's a captain. Of course he is. Of course he's a captain. I know. I'm just looking through all that. the other captains. That's that line from uh, Midnight Run. Go figure that. They made him a captain. Go figure that. Why aren't you? Uh, why are you unpopular with the Miami Dolphins? <laughs> why are you so unpopular with the uh, Miami Dolphins captaincy department, Tua? Why? I mean, I don't know. Hey, man, what are you reading? To see or not to see? Anything in the seas? I am just on fire right now. <laughs> I am on fire about it. I'm so pissed off I botched the Clemson quarterback. Yeah, it's okay. That's a tough name. No, it's it's not a tough name. It I, is a tough name, Rich. There's like one vowel. There's like Uyangale. one consonant in there. Uyangale. But there's I no N, but there's if you pronounce the N, it's, like it's the hard, it's a hard name. <laughs> yeah, I'm not the guy. <laughs> I love that Brockman's the one who's... Okay. Uh, Helping you go through name pronunciation. Now a new segment on the Rich Eisen Show. I think it's going to be one and done. I should set it up a little bit better. Now TJ's takes on a paper bag. 
<laughs> do we want to give him music? Matthew Stafford a captain. Are we ready for him? <laughs> just do it We're ready. Yeah, yeah, Matthew, let's go. Matthew Stafford a captain. Okay. Yeah, Stafford. Give me some music, I guess. Mikey, no, 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 I don't know what the music is for. Like, I mean, so you were watching the end of. So, yeah, you were watching the end of Hard Knocks because you're a Dallas no, Cowboy diehard fan, and you wrote down your thoughts on Hard Knocks. You come in today. I'll set it up. You yeah. come in today saying, "I got all these. Uh, I, I, I have ten takeaways from hard knocks and he walks in with which i appreciate <laughs> i really appreciate you told me you come, come up prepared. with segment ideas i so, said that yeah. i said no. that and here you are you're coming up with tj's five and we've renamed it already tj's big yeah, ass took grab it away bag. from me i don't know no, it's still yours <laughs> it's your big ass grab bag but you're like i got 10 takes on the hard knocks, hard knocks to yeah. which he, rich's first thought, word to me was like that's kind of a lot <laughs> that's what i said the tens a lot <laughs> And then, and then you hold up what you wrote it down on, uh-huh. and it's like a paper envelope. Is that what it is? Like a paper? No, what is it? A paper it's bag? It's a brown paper bag. Brown paper. I mean, what are we doing? It's like Buffalo Bill was scrambling his random going? thoughts on that before he gave the hose to some poor person. I mean, what are we doing? Look so at I was, this. so I was I was watching TV last night. I was watching Hard Knocks after I. Uh, and so you just grab the paper, and this you know my book bag was on the other side of the room, and right in front of me was this i went to the store i got this bag so i grabbed the marker and i wrote down something that i was thinking about because you know you know i'm a okay i think so get a damn act together so just really <laughs> quick quickly whip through it, I'm gonna whip through it. so these are look there was a lot and i realized a lot of people thought hard knocks was a little boring this year i i guess i can agree it wasn't the best season but here are five things that i took from hard knocks okay. um number five remember different strokes Arnold yeah. had the bully called the Gooch. Okay. Well, Zeke brought up the Gooch during Hard Knocks, but it definitely wasn't a bully. It was a body part that he needed some baby powder on. So right. I think Jeez. that maybe Johnson and Johnson and wow. Zeke should okay. work together okay. on some type of baby right. powder deal. Yeah. But Zeke and the Gooch, I wow. took that away. Uh, that <laughs> just being the unquestioned leader. Like just every time you saw him on there, it seemed like the team rallied around him. Yeah. And captain. As, as it should be, you know, the cap, the quarterback should kind of be the yeah. guy. And yeah. without question, yeah. Dak is the unquestioned right. leader there. Um, Trayvon Diggs' son, Aiden, is a star. I mean, watch this little kid. He's probably like three or four. Love it. And he, you know, he loves Dak Prescott, but he has a hard time telling the difference between Patrick Mahomes and Dak Prescott, even while he's talking about Dak Prescott. He's just so about, like, hyping his dad up from the stands. And just the cutest little kid. And if you haven't seen him, check him out. He's awesome. Uh, That drone shot. Incredible throughout the star. That it was, was throughout the star. It was Unreal. unbelievable. Unreal. Haven't seen anything quite like that. Unreal. How, Beautiful. Twelve minutes for how long was it, Chris? You said they took fifteen takes. Fifteen takes. Three hours. And, and then, then, bottom line is, no matter what you what Hard Knocks does, is it draws you in and it makes you kind of have feelings for certain players. And then to watch them get cut, it always stinks. Cuts are just gut wrenching, and Those you see these goals. guys working so hard just to like not quite achieve their goal and that that always sucks well well done tj jefferson clearly we learned a lot about the dallas cowboys not only in hard knocks but in in his in his uh his uh his segment right there i'm gonna sell this as an nft by the way but all i'm saying is that all the all those great thoughts (laughs) that you wrote down i'm just glad that you don't choose plastic at the store. Because <laughs> you'd have never remembered all that. I never would have remembered it. Just grab that Sharpie, <laughs> grab the paper bag, um, bring it in. Should just hang that up. So what I said, what would be a better segment? Just having him straight up give his takes 
or the fact that yeah. he scrawled it on a paper scrawled bag. On a and paper I think bag. you're right. Well, people like to see how the sausage is made. They want to know, you know, well, get pre- behind the mind. Previewing the NFC West without the bag when we come back on the Rich Eisen Show. <laughs> I mean, what? Without the bag. How long had that bag been sitting on your... Yeah. Yeah. What Just, was in the bag? What did you buy in the bag? Uh, I went to a corner store and got... What did I get? I just got like a drink and Chips. like a small bag of like Doritos. Nice yeah. By the way, Zeke. Uh, it was an iced tea and some Doritos. Yep. Zeke will be on tomorrow's show, but I've already pre-recorded that interview mm-hmm. for tomorrow night's uh, Thursday night uh, kickoff pregame show on Westwood One. So I did not ask him about his gooch. <laughs> Thank missed you. opportunity, Rich. Thank you, Rich. I don't know if that's part of uh, what Westwood One's looking for. Is that a fantasy name? No, we're not going to. Zeke and the Gooch. Oh, by the way, Mr. Rudd has been contacted. We're oh. trying to find a time for him from across the pond. It's only a nine-hour, eight-hour time difference. Oh, amazing. To try and get our uh, our team name. Uh, um, do, I need, do I need to make a best of the best list? Yeah, you do. Okay. Because he might come on about, in the next two days. I've got about days. 50 of these somewhere. All right. So in our next, do you want to, well, in our next hour, we've got Malcolm. I can't wait to talk to him. He's a 78-year-old man who was, I believe, 21 on the set of Clockwork Orange. Yeah. Right? Let me get this. You know, I, there's a very a fact about that, Rich. The Stones were actually going to star in that. What do you the mean? Rolling the Rolling Stones. Rolling Stones? Yes. I did a little research, and yeah, the Stones were actually, Mick Jagger was going to play the star lead role. And I didn't know that. Yeah. Wow. I read that today. I was like, wow. How about that? Well, ask him about that. I had no idea. Yeah, he was born in 1943. So in 1971, that would make him... Um, 27 years old, so I'm a little off. Wow. Unbelievable, bro. 27 years old on the set of that movie. Stanley Kubrick being the director. Could you imagine? Kubrick's... No, I can't imagine what that was like. That Vincent D'Onofrio story about what Kubrick was like. Yeah. That's still a top video. It is, so I guess we should keep going down that road. Tell us your favorite Stanley Kubrick story. Back nine, Joe Flacco. Back nine, Joe Flacco. That's where he's on right now. Back nine, Joe Flacco is a great nickname, bro. Plum snugglers. <laughs> well, that, I mean, that's that from uh, that's from uh, uh, Faraday on Tokyo Gold. Yeah, I wasn't even said here. A deep allergy to greatness. <laughs> I don't know where we come up with this stuff. I mean, it's just who said that? And was now a- TJ's paper bag. <laughs> Brown bagging with TJ. NFT. We're selling it. Let's go.